Hello, everybody. This is Barry Feeker, Executive Director of the Topeka Rescue Mission. You're listening to Our Community, Our Mission here on the 15th of September, 2020. Uh, Marion Crable, yes. welcome again. Thank you. Weekly. How are you today? I'm fabulous. It's the middle of September, Barry. I know. I said the 15th of September. Uh-huh. I was scheduling a meeting for next Monday, which is the 21st. Uh-huh. And I'm thinking, wait a minute. Uh, can't be that far in. You know what that means, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. I do. It's coming. It's coming. Mm-hmm. That's right. Christmas. Christmas. It's coming. <laughs> it's coming. <laughs> and we're going to be talking about that, not today, yeah. but uh, when we know what we're doing, we're going to be talking about it more because things are different with COVID. Isn't and it crazy? How do we bless well, the know. thousands of people this year and also keep everybody safe? I know. I know. Yeah. And how do we not only bless people, but even like our volunteers who enjoy that time so much, mm-hmm. getting to spend time with all of those folks that... Um, we get to serve during Christmas time. Absolutely. And now how is that going to happen? You know, so there's all kinds of blessings that have the potential to be missed. And we don't want to do that. So we've got stuff to figure out. So it's another adjustment that yes. we have to consider making in related relationship to a global pandemic and yeah. reduction of risk and still helping. And because there's still people in need and more now in right. so many different ways because of the economic impact of COVID. Right. And so we have to be creative, just like the front page of the newspaper talked about today. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> in CJ Online yeah. in regards to a real blessing right. that Topeka Rescue Mission has experienced in that we have only had one known positive COVID case Yes, Isn't in that, all of these months. That is honestly, when you think about who we serve, yes, that is absolutely miraculous. It is. And I think that uh, uh, Todd uh, that uh, wrote that uh, did a great job on it. He yeah. captured it very well. Also, he wrote an article uh, last week, uh, came out on Saturday on Operation Food Secure yeah. that covered, goodness, three pages of the newspaper. It was quite a quite a spread there. But I really appreciate uh, journalists who get it right. right. And uh, Todd really got it right on complex issues. Yes. And uh, so uh, we've... Um, taken a lot of steps to try to get things in place so people are safer here. Yes. And uh, this re- article today reflects the COVID issue in TRM. Mm-hmm. You were there on the front end of those discussions <laughs> in those hours and hours and hours of helping us to rewrite the protocols. Yes. Um, and we got the one who was really instrumental in writing those protocols we're going to introduce here in a minute. Exactly. But uh, what do you remember about those early days we were trying to do this? You know, I think the thing that I remember most is how we were just all hands on deck, right? We were not going to allow something that we really didn't know what we were doing to stop us. <laughs> to stop us. Right? We, we were willing to just dive in, in the deep mm-hmm. and go. Yeah. Right? And just and make changes all along the way. So in my mind, it's kind of this perfect project scenario because because we didn't know much about setting up quarantine and isolation and all that we just were very flexible and very malleable in being able to to move through it and make corrections and i think working as a team was just an amazing thing and as we continued to think okay well this team member member needs to be at the table too oh and we can't forget about this mm-hmm. we found mm-hmm. out exactly how interconnected we all are that's right um and that we can't really be separate right. we have to work together in order to be able to protect those that are really trusting us to keep them safe it's predicted that homeless shelters would be one of the worst places for COVID outbreaks and um a number of shelters around the country stopped mm-hmm. and they put people out Yes. Um, in one um, community where the weather is very warm, they actually uh, put 
cots on parking lots with six foot separation to get people outdoors. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's how they lived. Um, and yeah. we said, well, that doesn't work very well here, right. nor does it seem like it's really a humane thing to do. So right. we said, what can we do with our existing facilities and change some priorities in regards to right. who we're going to shelter first? And so the good news is if you get a chance to read CJ online today, which is uh, September 15th, uh, talks about um, how things have really worked well thus far. I say thus far because we're not done uh, in relationship to uh, risk reduction. But also it talks about we're going to need to have um, something else this winter because we can't get as many people in the shelters we used to. And what are we going to do about that? So that would be a topic for another discussion. So uh, we talked about somebody who was part of those early meetings and continues to be a part of those meetings. And we've had her on this program before, and that's Terry Hund, who is our Director of Education. Morning, Terry. Good morning. Um, Glad to be here. Yeah. So you you took a lot of this stuff, you and one of our other staff members, and you put it in a format to which we have this nice uh, 2,000-page document. No, it's not that long. Uh, but it's a big like one it. <laughs> uh, that talks about the what to do when, yeah. uh, temperature checks and isolation, quarantine, uh, when to call the health department and all those kind of things and uh, all the protection things. Uh, Terry, you are the director of our education programs here at the Rescue Mission. Uh, what does that cover? Well, it covers our internships, which we'll be talking about, but our education programs such as our career readiness and also our long-term education so, and um, the human trafficking interventions. Which we know is Restore Hope. Yep. Yeah. And there'll be yep. a, something else, uh, I think, good and exciting mm-hmm. to talk about about that here in the near future. You bet. In regards to something you guys have been working on a long time, you and your advisory committee and, yep. and the staff Total here. labor of love. Absolutely. So that's another program <laughs> for another time. Just kind of baiting people right now. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. different topics. Keep them <laughs> but, listening. You know, it one of the exciting. things that we've been blessed with is interns uh, who come from different schools. Um, some of those interns are here for a very short time, some for a more extended time. And uh, you're the person on that one as well, Terry, is to work with universities and uh, and the interns directly. Um, What do interns do here? What are some of the different things that uh, somebody who is a social work degree or whatever uh, might do here? You know, I think personally internships are one of the most important things that we could offer to some of our volunteers here because from a perspective of a student, it's a lot of money to go to school. Mm. And so when you think about having an opportunity for an internship, it gives them an opportunity, one, not to spend so much money, but the other piece of it is to have an opportunity to understand and to really experience um, what they, you know, the opportunities that we have here. Um, And then, which are many because of the type of people that we have all the way from, you know, as as we're working through different, excuse me, of social work, um, you know, internships, you get to um, look at um, opportunities for um, obviously homeless, possibly trafficking. Um, You look at um, the different types of that, which can be the elderly and the children. So you've got different different ways that you can during in your schooling then be able to, you know, apply some of this knowledge. But we've had um, our occupational therapists, we've had, you know, along with human services, um, many different areas of where people then are able then to come and, and apply some of the schooling that they've learned. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Well, we we're just grateful to universities who um, have that relationship with us and somebody here who can actually talk with them and, and know the language. And Terry, you have uh, an intern that's uh, recently started with the rescue mission here today. Would you like to introduce her? I do. Yes. Don Mikulski. And she comes from a long way and I'll let her explain, but she's amazing because we have her for nearly a half a year. And that's pretty cool. You know, the other piece of internships is that it gives us an opportunity that, you know, gosh, if people are really interested that maybe if there's um, opportunities for hire or looking at ways that we incorporate them, you know, into what we do long-term. So she's amazing. And I'm going to introduce Dawn. Good morning. Welcome Dawn. Good morning, Barry. So Terry said you're from a long, long way away. How yes. how far away is that? Uh, Port Orchard, Washington. Oh, Port Orchard, Washington. <laughs> <laughs> I love that place. Beautiful Port Orchard. <laughs> Yeah, there's a naval shipyard there. Yes, right uh-huh. across the bay, Bremerton uh-huh. Naval Shipyard. Bremerton Naval, that's right. Yeah, I actually have a daughter that lives out in that area, and I drive through there when uh, when I'm coming from Seattle to uh, go see my daughter. And so it's a beautiful place. And it's a little smoky out there right now. It is, yes. Uh-huh. They have many health warnings for smoke. Yeah. I know, Don, when you and I first uh, met, of course, I asked Terry this. I said, how in the world does somebody get from Port Orchard, Washington to Topeka, <laughs> Kansas to do an internship? And, and what are you doing your internship in and why here? I chose Topeka Rescue Mission. I, I was very, very blessed to be accepted into the Topeka Rescue Mission because of Terry. But um, it is a very diverse uh, mission, and the mission of the mission is very diverse. Every population um, and the reason I chose Topeka, I, I guess I feel like I was kind of pulled here, you know, literally pulled here. But we understand I, that <laughs> I did a lot of <laughs> did a lot of research, hoping to find a, a home for an internship. They were very difficult to find. Mm-hmm. Um, the one I did have secured uh, because of COVID was um, taken away, so I had to, you know, extend my reach further um, out of the state. Uh, I started in Oregon, and I just kind of kept coming farther farther, farther east, and here I am. <laughs> so, Don, what, what is your degree going to be I'm in? a social work. Yes, I'm a social, social work degree. Uh-huh. Yep, I'm yeah. a bachelor's. I graduated in June, actually, so uh-huh. I'm just needing to manage my 340 hours. So this is yeah. the icing on the cake. This is the icing say. on uh-huh. the cake, yes. That's right. <laughs> so um, Topeka Rescue Mission, obviously, as you said, is pretty diverse, has a lot of different moving parts here in regards to hunger and homelessness, human trafficking, yes. and the list goes on. Yes, sir. Um, what about the spiritual dynamic here? What did uh, what did that? How important was that to you? It, it is very it is very important because I know that you know without you can only help people so far, but there's um, so much of their own uh, spirit and discipline and belief in God that's going to uh, get them out of make the change in their life. You know, there's we can lead people there, but you know ultimately it's going to be up to them to decide to have what, whatever relationship with God that they're going to have and. Mm. Um, at least that's, you know, that's what I believe. Yeah, we do too. Uh, <laughs> yeah, a lot. <laughs> um, so uh, it was uh, on paper. Uh, there were phone calls, I'm sure, yes. between Terry and you. Website. And so, the, website the website was very appealing, whoever manages the website. Um, it really does show, you know, everybody that you that you serve and everything that you're doing. Uh-huh. And then come to find out when I get here, it just barely even touches. <laughs> you know, I mean, it doesn't really even... 
explain a, a little bit about everything that you guys do and everything you see. And we keep a lot of secrets. It's yes. <laughs> oh, yes. We just don't know how to tell everybody everything. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a drop in the bucket. So, really. what, what are some of the biggest surprises or, or the ahas that you've uh, gotten so far? And how long have you been here at this time? I've been here since uh, July fourth. That's when we drove into town. But I've been working. I volunteered at the mission for about a month. Okay. Serving breakfast. Yes. Getting oh. up at, I don't know what time you get up. Uh, very early. Yeah. Oh, dark, oh, dark yeah. 30. Very, yeah, very it's that early. early. You can't yes. tell what yeah. time it is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yes, I got, to, I got, to, I was blessed to serve breakfast and lunch and um, help out wherever I can. I, anybody that was walking down the hallway, do you need help? I don't, you know, let me, let me do something because I wanted to learn as much as I could before I started my internship. So so I any, any particular, um, like, I didn't know that was going to be this way or any anything that you really, you would say as wow, didn't know that? The children. I'd, I'd say definitely the children and um, the school, the schoolhouse here, the 501 program and the, the uh, food, food distribution. I had no idea. I just had no idea. All of the stuff that you guys do for everybody. And then when they graduate, you know, quote unquote, graduate from the shelter and, and uh, helping them with household goods and food and I'm I'm just it's just goes on and on and on and on and on I mean it's just never ending there's just so much but the kitchen uh, was very humbling experience to see everybody and and um, that was a lot of fun I'm not gonna lie but seeing the kids <laughs> and seeing them get full so kid have fun. It, it's yes. right. so. yeah, the kids are beautiful but um, seeing everybody eat and be happy and fill their bellies and mm-hmm. you know go on to work some of them you know some people go to work and some people go to volunteer and you know, I don't think that kitchen would run if that wasn't for volunteers. It just wouldn't. Half those people wouldn't get everything that they need. Yeah. You know, Don and I did an internship uh, many years ago, and um, it was um, academic up to that point um, in regards to you go to class, you hear a lecture, you'd read a book, and then you'd do it again and again and again. And it was like, okay, that's good. Got to do that to get this piece of paper. But it wasn't until my internship that I was like, oh, wow, this is mm-hmm. awesome. And I knew at that point really what I was wanting to do and what I, because of that experience, and I think part of that was the client or what we call guests here, mm-hmm. that I said, that's, that's my thing. You know, it's, it's, it's to be with the people, not about the subject matter so much. Have you had a chance to get to know some of the guests here? Oh, yes, <clears throat> yes. What's that been like? Uh, it's been very neat. It's, it's, there's no way to explain, you know, that relationship, but I feel like a cheerleader. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to cheer everybody on and, you know, they, they come to us and they tell us what's going on in their lives and they open themselves up and they've let them, you know, let us into their lives. We feel very lucky for that. And, um, some of them have not had, you know, very wonderful experiences in the world and, um, they still trust us that we're going to do the right thing for them or that we're going to help make, you know, good decisions for them or give them ideas on what to do with their lives or, um, and it's very heartwarming, you know, it, mm-hmm. like I said, it's a, like being a cheerleader or a big sister, mm-hmm. you know, kind of being the mama bear of everybody and, <laughs> and then seeing them change. And I remember Terry saying something to me, there's miracles that happen here every day. And I just, you know, I kind of listened to that, but when I've actually seen it happen and mm-hmm. see people, um, wake up with smiles on their faces or they start going to work and they're excited or, you know, they're, Hey, I'm leaving in two weeks. And, you know, that's just really, really really neat to see that, that that goes from beyond that academic yes, you know, okay you hear about something you read about yes. something but you get a chance to experience it that's a whole different ball game isn't it it is yes, yeah. watching those transformations yes. is just unbelievable and then being a part of it yes, yes. that's what really makes 
is yeah, very humbling uh-huh. and, and uh, really neat to see. You know, you can't help but get a little teary-eyed when somebody's walking out that door for the last time, you know. Mm-hmm. You wish them the best, and I, you know, hope you don't come back, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want you to be successful. Really, really glad you were here. Yes. Let's just hope you never come back. Yes, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> only to volunteer. But they yes. do. Right. But yes. they do. They do. They do. Yeah. Yeah, we've, that's yes. part of our thing here. That's Some right. people come back, and they leave, and they come back, and they leave, and it's part of a process. Yes. Yep. Growth. Yeah. Personal growth. That's right. Yeah. Terry, what's one of the um, blessings for you to work with volunteers who are doing internship? Oh, you know, it's so exciting. And I think Don just touched on it. It's, and we were talking about this yesterday in our supervision meeting about it's one thing to have book knowledge, but it's another thing to actually have the application of it. And I'm watching her do that. And for me, um, as a field instructor, it's amazing just to be able to have that opportunity to watch her grow and her eyes light up when she comes in and to tell the stories. And then, you know, and we also have to work with some of the challenges and how we may do something a little differently or, and she, this particular intern is amazing because she receives every single, you know, piece of um, instruction and it just makes my job super easy. Mm-hmm. And, um, and her willingness, it's interesting because the university made it very clear that we don't start any instruction until the 31st of August. And here she was volunteering before then and jumping in and going, where can I help? And just say, well, stop, you can't do this yet. <laughs> you can't learn anything while don't, you're don't, here. Don't learn that yeah. much because we have to credit to your hours. But it was great. So it's amazing to have her here. Just so blessed. So, Don, you're, you've, you've got a ways to go yet in, in yes. this journey here. But at this point, has there been anything that's helped define where you think you're going to go when you're done? Any one thing? Any one thing or or just the, uh, you know, what what do you think your plans are at this point? The homeless work, uh, the hunger work? Uh, I would definitely say homeless. Uh You know, um, between, I would want to work with everybody. Mm -hmm. Uh, Definitely. It's not just the women and children. Uh It's definitely the men's side because I know, you know, there's a lot of love that's needed over there and guidance. Mm -hmm. Um, But some of the homeless veterans, of course, you know, I have a special place in my heart for them, of course. And why is that? Uh, because I am a retiree from the Air Force. Yeah, congratulations yes. and wow. thank you for your service. Yeah, thank you. Yep, I'm a retired E7, and and it was a wonderful part of my life. I'm glad it's over. <laughs> <laughs> I love social work much more than I ever did my military career, but I'm very proud to have served. And um, I do believe that there's our veterans do need you know a representative, especially yes. women veterans. And uh, mm. we don't have many of those here, but um, still love to serve that population where I can. Anything I can do, help educate or whatever. So now this may be a strange question, but um, I'm going to ask it. Um, so you um, being in the Air Force, um, military, regulation, order, yes. protocols, the whole 10 yards. <laughs> yes. Come to a place of ministry. Yes. What similarities and differences do you see? Uh, the big thing is with the military, it's always very black and white. You know, <laughs> there's no room for human error. Mm-hmm. And um, I would say that's the, definitely the thing that I don't miss about the military <laughs> is that there's, you know, there's much more grace here with the mission. And um, there's a lot of gray area and yeah. people's feelings and, and being treated like a human is, is first priority. And yes. taking care of their basic needs is first, mm-hmm. you know, that's, that's. Do you see some order here too? I do. do. Oh, yes, definitely. Yeah, the schedule. There's uh-huh. a, you know, that routine and it's uh-huh. very, you know, everybody does this at this time and that, 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 that uh-huh. so that way it is similar. That structure. That structure, that, yes. That we all need and especially some folks that yes. we're trying to help need that structure. Well, there's a lot of trial and error here too. Yes. And uh, sometimes I go away at 
at the end of the day going, we had more error today than, <laughs> and, and we're going to have the trial tomorrow yes. because of it. But then there's a lot of successes, just yes. like we talked yeah. about yeah. in the newspaper sure. today, you know, sure. so far so good. So Don, uh, before we close today, what is uh, something that maybe, because uh, you do know that this has a global audience, right? This is a worldwide oh, podcast. That's right. <laughs> um, because uh, it, it, people are listening all over the world, potentially. Uh, we said that we're <laughs> emphasis on potentially because it's going through the internet. So if there is something, somebody that's listening out there anywhere, maybe on the space station or whatever, since you're Air Force, uh, what, what, what would you say to somebody about the value of doing an internship with um, a rescue ministry like this? I would say that I'm getting much more than I'm giving, uh, without a doubt, because it has you know, warmed my heart back to um, my return of my relationship with the Lord and, um, and everybody here. You know, I just, there's so many friends Nobody's treated me like a stranger. That's been wonderful. But um, to know that it's okay to have that grace on those bad days and be accepting of that, and that's you don't get that just anywhere. (laughs) So that's good advice. And I think the other thing, too, is you really felt drawn here. Yes, bold. uh, The first day I met you, you seemed like you just were very same spirit, um, you know, right here, right here with us. Such a friendly, you know person that you are oh, and, and, you. and reaching out. So we're, we're blessed to have you <laughs> oh, as well. I appreciate it. And I love being here. Yeah. Well, we're, we're glad you're here and, and we uh, okay. will hope that it uh, goes beyond the six months. Terry, anything uh, that you'd like interns to know or, or about the program? I would say apply. Seriously. How just, do they do that? Just apply. Go online to the volunteer services. Mm-hmm. And that's a good way to start. Yes. And then um, they'll connect you to me Okay. and Terry Hunt. Okay. That'd be great. Thank you. I would love it. Very incredible. Anything that people ought to be praying for us about at this point and uh, next directions? You know, I think um, like what the newspaper said, going back to that article, um, winter is coming as well as Christmas. Mm-hmm. And just pray for discernment for us to know how to be able to serve everyone who may be in the cold, yes. um, considering that we do have to continue some of our COVID protocols mm-hmm. and, and stay distant. So just... Um, pray that God give us the understanding and wisdom that we need in all of those situations. Absolutely. We're going to continue to strive to keep everybody safe. Yes. And uh, in doing so, we're not as big as we were as far as people being able to get in our buildings. And we do have to have a greater community conversation quickly about how we're going to create more shelter yes. uh, in the future for those that are going to be in need. Uh, thus, the name of our uh topic here, our community, our mission. And uh, thank you for joining us. And thank you for Don for joining us here today. Thank you. Uh, really appreciate that, Terry, Miriam. Thank you. If you're interested in more information about Topeka Rescue Mission, you can go to trmonline.org, like Don had mentioned. That's a great place to get some information. And there's even going to be some improvements to that website coming up in the future. But trmonline.org for more information. And also you can give there to press the give button. Or you can go on your mobile device and uh, type in TRM Give to 77977. TRM Give to 77977. Thank you for listening to Our Community, Our Mission.